Nothing moves without my touch They been looking tired I can tell when the time's up That little baby poppin' She can always get flown through My family tree extending We've been growing out more roots They heard that I record Then they get reconnected I made my own brothers I can step with Never on this journey Did I look for exits Focused on protecting rep I just never miss And everybody show respect I've seen what being patient gets Saw my motives still in motion I changed the narrative And made the notion That success the only way That we coping My father focused on his lotto dreams She graduated with degrees More interested in the mind Model scene. We all got a path to follow. Welcome okay, to yeah. episode. Sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm good. I'm, we'll take it from there. Okay. Welcome to episode 125 of the BZ Podcast. The song you are hearing at the top of this episode is called Could Be Wrong. It's from an artist named Nate Joel. He got some really dope songs in his catalog, so definitely go and check them out. And um, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing more from him um i guess we want to start this uh this pod screaming happy motherfucking mother's day ah! to all the mummies out there happy mother's to day. all the mummies out there to the mums. happy mother's day um <laughs> you're loved you're appreciated um make sure you extend that love to you know those those uh step-in mothers mm-hmm. in your life yeah for you sure. ever had a work mom do you have a work mom i'm the work mom <laughs> i turned into the damn work mom god we're getting old huh i don't even when i was younger i feel like i was the damn work mom now i've never i've unfortunately yeah. never had a work mom i had one when i was in philly i was working at the gallery i was mm-hmm. working at Models. her name was miss brenda mm-hmm. and miss brenda brought me a pork chop sandwich one Ooh. time it was the most country thing i've ever had in my life because it still had the bone in it it was a, it was a pork chop literally <laughs> in between two pieces of bread <laughs> well i feel like my current um my current co-worker she's like a work mom even though she's like a good six years younger than me she always bringing me food and shit and making me things like you're so nice oh, you're so sweet nice. to me yeah what was that before your announcement or after your announcement i've been a mother but <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's true yeah so that's true. i guess um if people aren't on social media i i can now announce that i am pregnant oh my god mm. i'm pregnant <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> it's like I'm like I'm like pregnant, pregnant guys. It's not like I'm just newly finding. <laughs> it's with child. <laughs> it's like I'm just like newly finding out. But I'm I'm due next month in June, so um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm full grown pregnant. Um, Talk about moving in silence, yo. I mean, honestly, <laughs> everybody says like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm not gonna let anybody know my next move. My next move gonna be the best move." And then they just, you know, what I mean, put it all out. You, on the other hand, go ghost on social media, still post, still post the podcast, and then just pop a pregnant. Just pop. Um. Well, it was kind of a forced silence situation. And but it ended up kind of being a good thing because normally I, I, I run my mouth about my business very easily, typically. So this is very new for me. Um, it's like going through a little situation where certain people don't need to be all in my business. So, um, you know, until I got certain things finalized, I decided to just keep, you know, keep it pretty private. If you would have asked me on the side, 
You know what I mean? Like, I would have told you, no big deal. Mm. I just wasn't going to post, like, you know, make a whole, like, actual post about it. Um, But it was... I wonder if anybody was, like, upset. Like, if anybody saw the post, was like, I can't believe she didn't tell me. Well, yeah, I mean, if you if you if you ever said, I, I apologize, it wasn't to keep it from you. I was literally to keep it from one person who does not need to be in my business. Um, and guess what? <laughs> that person within the hour still fucking found out. I mean, I, I know I'm like digressing, but I'm, I'm very irritated. Um, if you are a person who creates fake pages, stalks people, um, stop. <laughs> fucking stop we talked about a couple weeks ago that they were coming out with some sort of technology that that um even if a person makes a new page you can block all their future pages it's and ridiculous stuff. So. yeah like it's the, you know what i mean it's just like a happy moment just getting a little spoiled i mean it didn't spoil the moment but i appreciate everyone because i made it i'm talking like everyone's online on social media i mean mm. um i i made a post announcing that i'm pregnant um and <laughs> so many of you offered so many kind words. I need to respond to everybody. It's a little overwhelming right now, but I really appreciate all of you guys, all my family and friends for giving me, um, you know, well wishes and stuff like that. But yeah, it's like literally as soon as I post it, the person that should not have been seeing it is blowing me up, texting me about it. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. But anyway, um, having this keeping this to myself for the most part was very, very peaceful. It was like, the, this has been like such an easy pregnancy. Um, I don't want to jinx fun. myself, but you know what I mean? Like I really haven't had any issues. Um, it's been very chill. It went, it was went by very, very quickly. I feel like um, I need a little bit more time. <laughs> it's actually like, it does seem like it. Yeah. It seemed like you told me you were like two months ago. It's like, and now we're sitting up here and it's actually like eight months later. I, yeah, this is crazy. I remember I asked you a couple of weeks ago. I asked you like two weeks ago. I was like, when do you do? And you told me, you told me like, yeah, next month. I'm like, what the uh, Like, fuck? how? I know. But um, yeah, that's like, that's why I put the house hunting on a bit of a hold. I did move, but I'm, I'm waiting to purchase the house just because um, this due date's coming up a little too quickly. <laughs> but right, yeah, no. Right. Um, When's the due date? It's June 15th, but, you know, it could be any time, um, pretty much after May 25th. But, yeah, it's, it's been really nice um, just kind of keeping the pregnancy to myself and not having to worry about any outside thoughts and things like that. Just kind of, you know, doing my thing mm. and making sure that I'm being um, mindful and preparing uh, for childbirth, which is <laughs> it's just a lot. Um, it's unfortunate that. Most people you talk to, I would say like the high, high majority have a traumatic ass birth story of when they gave birth. It's like you, especially like the first one, it's like you rarely hear good stories. You know what I mean? And um, mm -hmm. my first one, when I gave birth to my, my son, Shay, um, who's 12 now, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> like I'm still like traumatized to this day. Like I'm still like having to work through, um, issues that i had with how i was treated at the hospital and different mm. things like that because um you know i was so young and i mean even if you're not young necessarily you just don't know sometimes you know what you're able to um tell the people at the hospital like don't do that you know what i mean you just kind of just go with yeah, whatever they're saying yeah. because you think that they have your best interest and they really don't i mean not to say that they don't but they're not taught to um 
handle childbirth the way that it should be. So especially like with COVID going on and, you know, there's so much talk about, especially with black women and, you know, high death rates with giving childbirth. It's just all really scary. So I started looking up. How much do you think? <clears throat> excuse me. Uh-huh. Uh, so pretty much like your first your first uh, experience wasn't good. So going into this one, you kind of had a game plan, kind of, right? Like you kind of had an idea of how you wanted it to go. It's probably a lot that made made it a lot easier. Well, for the, yeah the second go and around. no. Now, yes, because I took this course, which I'm going to talk about in a second. But in the beginning, I mean, you just know, like, I just hope. You just hope <laughs> it doesn't go the yeah, same yeah, way. Yeah. But, you know, hoping and actually taking action are two different things. So I was trying to figure it out, like, you know, what can I do? Because, of course, you could be like, oh, well, maybe I'll have a home birth. Maybe this, maybe that. But that still doesn't take the mm. fear away from it being, you know, super painful or something like that, you know? So mm. um, I started looking up birth stories on youtube just people i came across it i think i must have looked up something and i started getting suggestions of like people sharing like good birth stories um like positive ones so then i kept coming across hypnobirthing which i had heard of before but i was like what the fuck is that so like it just sounds like weird so i'm like oh, i'm mm-hmm. not gonna hypnotize myself like just dumb so but it's it's <laughs> But it's not necessarily, I think when we use the word hypnotize, we give it like that weird old connotation, like, oh, we're going to wave something in front of you and you're going to bark like a dog. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like all stupid and shit. But you can be hypnotized basically, like even while you're like driving, because you're not necessarily like paying attention. Like say you're driving your same normal route. You always drive every day. You can get into a state mm. of hypnosis while you're driving oh i do it all the time all the time i do it all the time i leave my house and then just end up at work (laughs) and i don't even know i don't remember making turns Mm -hmm. i don't remember putting my signal on nothing like that right and it's like you get into this state of relaxation uh, especially because it's something Mm -hmm. like you practiced over and over again you know what to expect for the most part hopefully um so that you easily slip into a state of hypnosis that's just like a mild example but um with hypnobirthing I kept seeing people talk about it and they were just had these just such positive stories. They're just like, oh, just so relaxed and oh, everything was great. And I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. But they kept saying, like, you need to take a, a course on it. It's not something that you can just just learn um, by watching a few videos. So I'm like, oh, this sounds so extra and complicated. You know, I'm just like, uh. I mean, it's your second go around. How important is it? Whatever class it is just to, like, have those classes. Are there like people that have babies that don't go to classes and don't read baby books and stuff like that? Honestly, I feel like this class trumps all other classes just because of the techniques that are taught. So like the technical definition of hypnobirthing is a method of managing pain and anxiety during childbirth, including various therapeutic relaxation techniques such as deep breathing and visualization. So it's heavy on the meditation. And Mm. the main thing is that um, causes you to really not be in pain is for you to be able to fully relax. So, I mean, that's easier for some people than others, especially if you are a person that practices meditation. You know what I mean? You are able to kind of just like slow everything down and calm down and like let go. Because, you know, like 
we've talked about it before. Like, you know, you might be clenching your jaw and not even realize, or, yeah. you know, you're just tensing yeah. up in some areas. So that's like the number one thing with the hypnobirthing technique is just to make sure that you're fully relaxed um, as you're going through the different stages of, of giving birth. And that really helps with, um, like I said, your anxiety and your pain levels. It just doesn't hurt as much. And especially too, you're learning exactly like what the uterus looks like and why it's doing this and that. So it's like, once you have a better understanding of why your body is doing certain things, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt because it's like it's not the unknown. Like, you know what's going on. At least so. you understand it. Yeah. 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 So. No, I definitely get it. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, it, it also teaches you to kind of just go with the flow because you can have you can have a hypnobirth in a hospital and um, mm-hmm. a successful one still. But you really have to be firm and clear on what, you know what I mean? You want your birth to be. You know what I'm saying? So basically, mm-hmm. it's like they're not running the show. Like they're just there for support if you need it, you know what I mean. And and I I think generally that's not how it's looked at. Oh it's God, no. at That like you're just a person that's just getting, you know, we we just got to get this baby out. Like you're kind of inconsequential. Well, yeah. And there's a book um that I was given. I'm not finished reading it yet, but it's really good. It was just going into the history of childbirth. Um, like especially like in this country. Um, and mm. it's just saying how <laughs> back in like medical textbooks from like the 50s it's just like any physician should be aware of any woman that thinks she knows how to give birth by herself it's like, what do you mean aware like what does you that should mean? be wary of her like watch her because uh, she gonna do something weird. that's um oh sorry she gonna do something that's gonna hurt herself and it's like because don't you always think that like how do animals like different mammals give birth and they just, they just be chilling and they just know, yeah. yeah they really they just, just be like fully relaxed. Mm-hmm. They just lay there and let it happen naturally. Um, so like mm. that bearing down, that pushing, that's not natural. You're not supposed to do that. Um, all the yeah, because you're supposed to be in like the crouching position, right? Well, like you're supposed to crouch, but n- like you could be in any position that feels good for you. Laying on your back, of course, is like horrible. If it is, you want to lay down, you should at least be like reclined up. But um, mm. you lay in any position that's good for you. But basically, that premature, forceful pushing isn't helping anything. They give the example, like, if you have to take a bowel movement. If, yeah, I mean, I'm sure all of us know. When we've, like... <laughs> <laughs> you know I know. <laughs> you know I we've know. We've sat there, and, you know, it's not coming out. So then all of a sudden, you're just like, Ugh. That does not help it come out. It doesn't help it come out. Can't be good. But if you nope, apply, like, you, sometimes you may have hemorrhoids. to. <laughs> man. But um, sometimes you, if you sit there and you may have to apply just steady, consistent pressure, not necessarily forceful pushing, but using steady, consistent pressure and just like kind of breathing it down helps. Sometimes it does. Sometimes you got to wait and just wait for the bowels mm-hmm. to move down a little further down your intestines. But it's um, it's oh similar um, with, you know, breathing. It's mostly like you should breathe your baby out instead of pushing it out. Um, but what else was I going to say on this? Yeah. So and then just having the freedom to move around. Um, they like to hook you up with a bunch of different things as soon as you walk in the hospital because they want you in and out. You know what I mean? Like you're on the yeah, clock. They yeah. don't. <laughs> so they, they want to hook you up to Pitocin, which speeds up the contractions. Doesn't always necessarily speed up the labor, but it definitely speeds up the contractions, which is horrible. Um, and also with hypnobirthing, 
it changed a lot of the language um, because when you hear contraction, you automatically think like pain. <laughs> it's like nothing mm. good comes with that word. So like I said, a contraction, they say surges. Um, there's a bunch of different things like that. Um, just just things that kind of help you wrap your head around and, and put put normally negative sounding yeah, things into better lights. Yeah. yeah. So, mm. um, you know, just it was a five. Oh, so I ended up finding this woman named Esty. Um, she teaches a class here in Philly. And I mean, with COVID and everything, I don't know now it might be going back to in person, but it was virtual. So it was kind of like you didn't have to be in Philly to take the class. But um, mm-hmm. it was like around four hundred dollars. So at first I was like, oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, I'm yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. But I'm, as, as, like I said, I'm getting closer to my due date and I still had so much anxiety and worry. Um, like, even though I'm not going to a hospital, I got into a birthing center, which is basically like you have a home birth, but it's not at home. But you're still like mm-hmm. you're in the care of midwives. Um, the main reason why I went with this because my insurance was accepted by it. I would have had a home birth, but I was planning to move. So usually midwives that do home births don't take insurance. You have to pay outright cash. So, or you can do a payment plan. But, you know, like I said, I was trying to move. So I, w- I didn't have a few extra thousand dollars to, you know, <laughs> to, to pay for that. So luckily, there's a birthing center close to me, which basically offers the same thing um so it's like you're not in a hospital room you're just kind of it looks like a, it looks like honestly it looks like a bedroom like your birthing suite it mm. looks like a bedroom you have access to like the kitchen you can eat you can walk around and it's like all the things Cause that's the thing right isn't that a, isn't that a thing yeah i want to like, say like all the eat. things yeah all the things that mostly like really pissed me off about when i gave birth with shay was like i couldn't walk around because they hooked me up to that damn pitocin drip i couldn't eat and i didn't like the fact that all of a sudden there's like eight people in the room screaming at me to push that i had never seen so yeah yeah like eating was major for me that i couldn't eat um so i was like I, and i went for a long time without getting like an epidural or anything with shay so i was like i felt like i could have did it you know perfectly fine 100 percent natural if i would have just had more support and actually like had mm. better tools of how to like manage my pain and stuff like that because when i was 21 i wasn't like meditating and stuff <laughs> like you know i didn't know yeah, anything about yeah. that so um how important is it for the soon-to-be father to be involved in these classes because you mm-hmm. know if you went in there let's say like you were 21 and y'all did this by mm-hmm. some chance y'all had the wherewithal to do this if you went in there and like you might not be able to communicate because you're going through it yeah but if the father knows the game plan the father could be that support system and saying no we're doing oh this, no that's this, like ex- this. yeah that's like basically his role his or her whoever your support person is they should be if you if, if i'm talking to anyone who wants to consider taking the hypno hypnobirthing course they definitely should be taking it along with you because okay. yeah, unless you want to reteach them everything. I mean, which is, it's not like it's impossible, but it would be nice if they were there for the class. Um, because yeah, that is like their main role is to step in and intervene. Anytime something goes off track, you're supposed to have your birth plan mm. like written down. Um, the, the, the plate, the, the birthing setting I'm going to, they already kind of like follow everything that I would want to happen anyways, because they believe in like, you know, natural birth and least amount of intervention possible. Um, so mm. I, I shouldn't have an issue really, but 
yeah, that's mainly your support person's main role. And then too, like they learn different uh, techniques to help you get back into your relaxation mode. If for some reason, you know, you find yourself slipping out of it. You know what I mean? Uh Um, They have different techniques. Like I'm, I'm just like, just, just don't talk. Like I'm just, <laughs> there's different ones where you know, like you can give words of encouragement. And there's like different little like light touch massages that feel really nice and stuff. But well, you never know what you're gonna need until you're in that moment. You know what I mean? Mm. So um, mm. yeah, like I'm, I went from being very scared and like, oh my god, I don't want to do that again, to being like excited to see how this is gonna go, to implement all the techniques. Yeah, I had just had the last class this morning. So that was cool that it like the last one was on Mother's Day. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you can't have any. There's no pain medication, though, guys. So if you go to a birthing center, they do not offer an epidural. Um, but it's just crazy. Mm. Like, you know, I, there may be some people listening to me and they're just like, girl, bye. Because, you know, it's like you talk about this with people and they're just like, huh, yeah, are you crazy? Are you crazy? Why do you want to go natural? And that's just. You know, that's just crazy how that speaks to just how our society is nowadays, because, you know, you walk in, get induced and call it a day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, but I'm it's not. like fast. It's like it's like fast food. It's like you mm-hmm. in a drive through. Mm-hmm. They're just getting bodies in and bodies out. It's funny you say that because um, I'm super excited about this, by the way. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. super happy for you. Can't wait to meet the baby. Mm-hmm. But uh, not only are you pregnant, but my best friend is expecting the child. Tommy, mm-hmm. shout out to Tommy and uh and christy mm-hmm. and you guys i think she's maybe like two months after you okay. dude, two months after you mm-hmm. and they're doing a home birth mm-hmm. and you know they have a uh i guess it's a midwife or a doula mm-hmm. and they're talking about they didn't keep it a secret you know they let us they let all the people they wanted to know know mm-hmm. they're not big on social media or nothing like that but um he was explaining to me he was like it's crazy how you tell people that um you know you're doing a home birth and they have this like jarring reaction to Mm -hmm. it and then you ask them like have you ever looked into it and they're Mm -hmm. like no (laughs) and he's just like well like how do you have how do you Mm -hmm. even have an opinion on this until you actually do the research so i don't know it's been a learning thing Mm because i feel like most men until they're in it Mm -hmm. have no like like i learned something new about pregnancy probably once a month (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> once a month that blows yeah. my mind so it's it's been interesting being mm-hmm. in between you know hearing your stories hearing their stories and how they're approaching everything and it's just like well right well i, I think know, like yeah because i mean i've always wanted to go into it and just do it naturally but i didn't expect um you know like i said i was really young i didn't expect to get such attitude about it <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, when I went yeah. to the hospital and I was 21 with having Shay and the woman instantly offered me an epidural, like didn't ask how I was feeling or anything. She was instantly like, when do you want mm-hmm. it? And I'm like, oh, I don't like, I'm fine. And she was like being so funky to me. Like she was like annoyed that I didn't want to get it. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, I've, I've like what? Something they can charge for. Well, no, I mean, it just makes their job easier. It just makes their yeah, job exactly. easier if, you know, I'm just strapped exactly. to the bed. But um, I think that people, when you say like, oh, I want to have a home birth, things like that. I think the main thing that people, why they turn their nose up is because of the pain. They think of, you know, the pain. Um, And that's why I was saying like, this hypnobirthing course is awesome because I mean, yeah, (laughs) it can be painful, but um, there are so many techniques 
that you can implement to make, you know, your birth a really calm one. Um, so yeah, guys, when the time comes, I'll let you know. <laughs> but um, or, or I'll let you know and it, it probably will be an episode or, yeah I don't know we'll see I, we'll keep yeah. y'all informed we're gonna figure it out we're definitely we, we definitely have plans to continue the BZ podcast but you know there might be a little interruption mm-hmm. uh, oh and I totally interruption in a <laughs> in, in the scheduled program no but I, I meant to say as well um, none of the main reasons why um, you just reminded me when you said that you know, they told people the main reason, too, that I didn't say anything is because I did previously most like I don't say most of you guys know, but a lot of people do know who I told. I had a miscarriage um, previously, but right before this birth, right before this pregnancy, I mean. So, you know, after having a miscarriage, you also just kind of don't want to not say like jinx yourself, but you don't want to prematurely tell people um you know as well so that's also why i like didn't say anything and i was just like "Hmm, this is kind of nice but it's also super but it's also like it's very like after when you have a miscarriage and then you know you get pregnant again it's it's very like you're very paranoid because you just keep thinking like oh something's gonna happen something's gonna happen so honestly it's really not fun the first half of the pregnancy you know just because you're just always where every doctor's appointment you're worried they're going to tell you some bad news for sure you know what i mean so that's also why i kept it to myself so anyone who's a little upset with me <laughs> please don't be upset with me um don't you don't you think it's nuts that like you feel like you have to explain like we yeah because like i'm like you know technically we keep things to yeah ourselves. like you don't owe it's anyone no anything <laughs> but right, yeah right. so um, there's all my business. I don't know how much of my business y'all ever going to hear again. Cause I don't be telling my business. So <laughs> maybe we do this whole Patreon thing. Maybe you'll this whole Patreon thing. <laughs> you're going to hear some stuff. We got a list going. We started a list mm-hmm. of possible things we'd be speaking on. So, um, yeah, we, we I think we're going to get that started. Um, well, congratulations. Thank you. And we can't wait. I know you got a name, you know, you can't say the name and stuff like that, but, um, yeah, I, right. I guess yeah. I got another yeah, one. Yeah, we're freaking Gemini though. Like, what am I doing to myself? You get exactly what you deserve. <laughs> 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 Listen, y'all. Uh huh. I want to. I, I, I want you to know exactly what I be putting up with. Uh uh-uh, uh. Shut up. <laughs> the due date, y'all, is like the same week as Trump and Kanye. Please pray for me that I had this baby early because a Trump. no Trump. no. Please pray at this baby early. Your baby gonna come out China. and say China. Yes, <laughs> and a bunch of other ignorant shit. Ain't nobody got time. Like uh, I can't. This baby got to come early because I refuse. That is hilarious. Disrespectful. <laughs> um. Yeah, you should put your cash up. Up. We taking donations. She has a baby. She has a baby coming. We got to play like Sarah McLaughlin's song in the back. <laughs> Listen, y'all. <laughs> Shut up, Zach. Y'all can y'all can hit up my baby registry, okay? That's what y'all can do. You're so dumb. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So we just went off on like almost half an hour tangent about my beeswax. It's important. It is important. It is important. And we actually, I was lazy and I didn't coordinate it, but we actually did want to talk to a doula. Yes. Uh, this week and have like a whole podcast dedicated to pregnancy because. Honestly, I, I, I'd hate to make it about myself, but I feel so stupid. Well, like, this is one of our dear friends from college, Amanda. Yeah. And I mean, I hope we can still make it happen. It's like, 
really bad time because it's Mother's Day. So, you know, of course, we don't want to ask her to give up any time on Mother's Day. But I hope we can still chat with her because she is she's been to many, many births. She has two kids of her right, own. Right, very knowledgeable. So, yeah, you know that she has a wealth of knowledge. And then, too, just seeing how she dealt with COVID and everything. So, I'm hoping, mm, yeah, we can still mm. set up to speak with Amanda. That'd be really nice. Yeah, we're going to figure it out. All right. So, anyway, how are you doing, Zay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not with child. Okay, good. But, um... <laughs> But I'm I'm good. I'm good. I really can't complain. The only thing if if I had to complain about anything, I'm I'm starting to get obsessive about this cryptocurrency. I've been glued to Dogecoin and Safe Moon and all mm-hmm. the cryptocurrencies this entire week. And you know, I was anticipating that it was gonna go up even more because Elon Musk was on SNL and uh it didn't. It I dropped. Mean, yeah. It dropped considerably. Considerably. Dropped considerably. It's coming back up. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but just when you think you got it figured out a little bit, just when you think like, all right, I'm getting the hang of it, it just throws you a little curveball. Uh-huh. But I'm, but I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot, and it's not just the you know Doge is a thing, but it, there's there's so many cryptocurrencies, yeah. and there's so many ways to make money that you just have no idea. So, you know, as I learn, I will inform y'all. But um, well, you said the market is very emotional. You yeah, know, super. so people just got you know irritated that they didn't hear elon say exactly what they wanted him to say well what he said that that they're assuming made it made it go down he alluded to it being a hustle like it was a joke he Mm -hmm. was like yeah it's my hustle or something like that Mm -hmm. i don't know if it was in a monologue or if it was in a skit i didn't watch it but um you know luckily i'm not at a loss um it's climbing back up and I read a couple hours ago, the reason why it's climbing back up is because uh, SpaceX announced that it will Mm -hmm. launch a Doge One mission to the moon Mm -hmm. in the first quarter of 2022. The company is accepting the meme inspired currency as payment. So Doge One will fly 40 kilogram cube satellite as a payload. What what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) On a Falcon 9 rocket with Geometric Energy Corporation saying its payload will obtain lunar spatial intelligence from sensors and cameras on board the integrated communications. Oh my gosh, that's enough. Computational systems. Ah. (sighs) (sighs) Thank you for tuning into the BZ podcast. (laughs) 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 That's all I can handle. But, um, uh, yeah, whatever that means, I hope that means good for Doge. Uh, but what was interesting too, Elon also revealed that he had uh he has Aspergers. Oh, okay. Did you see that? Mm-mm. I didn't watch it. I didn't see it. Well, I just saw the headline. Oh, um, okay, no. Quote, he said he said I don't always have uh, a lot of intonation or variation in how I speak, which I'm told makes for great comedy. He joked in his opening monologue, "I'm actually making history tonight as the first person with Aspergers to host SNL." makes sense mm-hmm. make makes sense super smart um doesn't seem too emotional i've listened to like a three-hour podcast with him speaking seems like a cool guy mm-hmm. yeah but you can tell like his mind is just elsewhere mm-hmm. he's like doing equations in his brain when you're just trying to talk <laughs> about sports or something yeah. like, like you know mm-hmm. what i mean but um yeah so there's that and then um i also watched a fight last night between canelo alvarez bro is the goat i know you're not a boxing Mm -hmm. fanatic 
But um, I watched that. It was Canelo Alvarez versus Billy Joe Saunders. And that took place down in Texas in Mm -hmm. an arena Mm -hmm. that held about 78,000 people. Maskless. All of them? All of them. The majority or all of them? You didn't see well, no mask. We, there wasn't a mask. There wasn't a mask mandate. So and it's Texas. I know, but I'm just and <laughs> I'm just saying, like nobody had a mask on. You know, if they wanted, I mean, you know, I'm some sure people like, still some, want yeah. to, but you couldn't really see. No, it. I'm sure you can, but mm-hmm. the fact that it wasn't mandated. Yeah. And how many seven eight thousand people? How many people came there with no mask? All right, so we'll see. Like they say. There's like this a, is supposed to be a super sp- super yeah, spreader super spreader event. event. We'll see. But um, yeah, that was interesting. It's weird watching like you know being conditioned into like wearing mm-hmm. masks and stuff like that, and like not being in crowds, and then you're looking on television. And there's seventy eight thousand screaming fans in an arena sitting on top of each other <laughs> for hours. Right, we're in this weird transition it's weird phase. That. How you feel about it? No, just like how it was in the beginning. You know, it was weird to even. You saw a few people wearing them, and it was just like, I ain't wearing that shit. And then it's like, mm-hmm. you know, then we all were wearing them. Now it's like, you know, getting to the part where we're all not wearing them again, and it's just kind of just that weird transition phase. Just because, like, you know, like outside, like I'm not fucking wearing it outside. Um, so like I went walking to lunch, and I I I work in University City, so it's a lot of people walking around, like college kids and stuff, and it was like. You know, you see some people that are still very strict <laughs> wearing the mask. The, and there's other people that, I mean, it's like we're outside. But there's other people that aren't wearing it at all. You know, some people you still see put it up when they walk by people. So it depends. Like if I walk by a, a person or two, I don't feel like I need to put it on. But then it's like when I get kind of like in a little bit of a crowd, I'm just like, all right, let me just flip this one. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you ever like... You ever like go into the store, have it on, and then get in your car and forget to take it off, and you're driving a little bit, and no. you have it on your face, and then you God, realize it's no. on your no, you realize it's on your face, like you don't have it like on uh-huh. for long, but when you realize it's on your face, you're like, I look stupid. No, I've literally never done that. I be I can't no? breathe. No, because I can't breathe. I barely breathe anyway to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> so I am whipping that shit right off <laughs> as soon as I get out the door. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see how that event uh, pans out. Yeah. But, um, you know, just when we thought we were nearing the end of the pandemic, stuff is opening up and uh, it looks like things are getting lax. There's actually plans in place to lift certain restrictions. I saw a list of them for Jersey the other day. I forgot what it was. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it seems like we're entering into another one. Mm-hmm. And this is a very serious, serious, uh, serious pandemic that we could be going into and there is in the u.s there is we're 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 on the verge of a chicken shortage (laughs) i don't know like emotionally emotionally i don't know if i can take more of this like like i thought we were out of it did see me getting emotional (laughs) did they say why because i heard about this but i haven't looked into it uh, I just saw that it was due to high demand and supply shortage. Well, you know, good. Can we reset them poor damn chickens? They all trifling. Please, like, just give it a... We, we could deal with a shortage for a few months. Speak for your fucking self. I, okay? I'm just saying for the quality <laughs> of meat... We. For the quality of meat, I'm scared. I don't want... I don't know... 
Listen, remember we was worried about... You don't about, want them taking any shortcuts. I'm telling you, don't want them you taking remember, no shortcuts. Remember, about, remember the Popeye chicken disappear? We was like, oh, man, where are they getting uh-huh. that chicken from? Uh, they were, <laughs> somehow they had, they had chicken again. I don't, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> it's like they started having a shortage on the fish sandwich. Right, right, right. I was laughing because it's like, you know, as as a, as a country, uh-huh. we ran with the narrative like, ooh, black people love chicken. Da, 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 da. It's time to cut the shit, okay? Everybody likes chicken. And let chicken run out. Let chicken run out. It's not going to be black. Just black folk mad at it. Everybody. Everybody. There is going to be. Listen. People love chicken. Vegans. Vegans love chicken so much that they mash beans together and pretend it's chicken. I'm done. Like, let's keep it 100. So, like, COVID who? If chicken goes down, it's lights out. We're out of here. It's probably somehow, I don't know how it's going to happen. It's probably going to knock the power grid out. Oh my I, God. <laughs> I, I don't know. How it's yeah, I did hear though. It was like last weekend or something. And um, <laughs> there's like, a, I was listening to like a talk radio or something. It was just like, oh, but it was like old people talking. And they were talking about the chicken uh-huh. shortage. And you know, old black people, they, they talk about the damn chicken shortage. So she's like, what are we going to do? Call in. What? 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 what, 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 what what other meat are you going to eat? Call and let me know. Yeah, I don't know. People are calling in. They're like, I well, I guess know. I could eat some turkey. I guess. I guess. Ew, ah, ew, I guess I could. Uh, Yuck. There's this seafood, I guess. People were destroyed. I was cracking up. They <laughs> sounded real troubled. Yeah, how much chicken do you think you eat in a week? <sighs> I think I find a way to eat chicken every fucking day. I know. I'm like, I definitely just ate some chicken earlier. I just um, had a chicken. You just watched me eat a chicken sandwich. <laughs> I had a chicken panini that I had left yeah. over. Um, yeah. But I could go without it. Hmm. Ah. Okay. Okay. All right. Ah. No, all right. It looked like I'm about to make a soup tonight with some chicken sausage. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 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 Chicken is a... a f- a fixture in our lives like chicken has always been there for us always been there for us damn i had chicken yesterday yo this is bad i had chicken friday what i eat thursday think about think about all the chicken that you eat that has to be replaced with another piece of meat i'm just not how far are we gonna be (laughs) i just not put the meat i guess yeah because turkey remember that video where they made chicken where they made the bread they made the bread that out, out of chicken. They made chicken look like I don't know. It was like bread. Ew, yeah, that, you know that flour and stuff. About. And yeah, he made it into mm, made gonna, it into chicken. That video gonna hit a little different if there's no chicken around. Nah. Let you know that right now. Mm. Mm. I, I think I could buy it prepackaged. I couldn't make it like that just because I see the process. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> chewing That's on gross. that. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that you can mute your microwave? I saw that. I didn't try it. Actually, yeah, my sister, she tried it. It's like, it's kind of good, and then it's not. Because then, after, like, if you kind of get used to it, you, you forget your food's in the microwave, and it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, we are not the same. I never forget my food is in the microwave. <laughs> I never forget that. I'm happy that I learned that at 30 years old and not as a fat kid. I mean, we learn a lot you of stuff online. Yeah, we were snuck- trying to sneak food back in the day. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we learned a lot of stuff from TikTok. <laughs> yeah, TikTok is the teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I was listening to NPR on mm-hmm. my way to work the other day, and a report came out that, you know, you know, giving two doses of a different COVID-19 vaccine 
could boost the immune response. So typically, if you get a COVID-19 vaccine that requires two doses, you should get two of the same vaccine, two Pfizer shots or two Moderna shots, uh-huh. not one and then the other. But in the future, that oh, could change Lord. either by necessity or by design. Listen to this. Listen to this. Okay. The idea of using two types of vaccines isn't a new concept. It's known as hetero- heterologous vaccination. Although there is more, there's a more colloquial term. I've never said colloquial before. Why do I always say new words? I know every time, like I I don't never say them when I'm reading them myself. Like never rehearse them. All right. So, um, in the in the UK at the moment, we're sort of calling it mix and match. I don't want no no mix and match vaccine. It's already bad enough. Like. Right now, you ain't gonna know which one made the side of like say something happened, and you know it's like you can't even single out what did it, which one did yeah, yeah. which one did it or whatever. Mm-mm. So a professor Helen Helen Fletcher, a professor of immune immunology at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, she says shortage shortages of the vaccines or concerns about side effects may induce health officials to adopt a mix and match strategy. Yeah, this ain't mix and match sock day in elementary school <laughs> or some shit like 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 this is a straight vaccine Seriously. like this is going to into your body like mm-hmm. we can't afford to just be like right. oh this is oh, and now i can talk about just... it since everybody know i'm pregnant i ain't getting that shit oh, go for it i ain't fucking getting that shit <laughs> the fuck is wrong with y'all i've been wanting to go off about this for a minute like are you fucking nuts have people been pressuring you yeah it's not like crazy but it's like just the in general they started targeting you know they're kind of shifting their targets every i feel like every two weeks they shift their targets so then they start targeting mm-hmm. pregnant women like preg- i keep like, getting these random alerts on my phone and shit pregnant women you should go get the vaccine you know you pass it pass it on to your baby yeah i sure can the pass fuck what? is yeah, wrong with you on. that's idiotic like why would i get it while i'm pregnant and honestly everybody that i know that is for the vaccine and has gotten in this stuff totally agree on that point they're all like yeah 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 yeah. that's something they're like yeah yeah i yeah i see why you wouldn't want to get that and then too like if you're breastfeeding still same like you know what i mean it's like you could pass you could pass right. that on to the baby through your breast milk so like mm-hmm. no i'm definitely not getting the fucking vaccine like i went the other day to my appointment and um you could tell which people are like the the vaxxers <laughs> and uh-huh. vaxxers first anti-vaxxers and she's just like yeah you know now we can get the vaccine would you like it and i'm like no no thanks how about in the future no have you thought about it bitch yes the fuck that's why i got my answer business? fuck you yeah like and then fucking pen blowing up my phone uh-huh. they're just like you know you've been selected like early on i was randomly selected to get it and i'm like i'm good hit me up again you sure Give it to somebody else. That was a choice. Give it to somebody else. I put that. Give it to someone else. I don't want it. Then, then mm. another another robo calling me. God damn. That's what's making me so uneasy. It's just like, why is there well, such? It's like, I why would? But it's like, why would you think that it would be okay to like? You literally do not how know how this vaccine works, and you want to just test it on pregnant women and children as well. It's already enough for like grown ass adults. You know, whatever. Do what you want. Mm-mm. But. Mm-hmm pregnant people 
you have no idea how that's going to pass through to that that baby and children that still are still growing and developing <laughs> yeah but i can't eat sushi See, this is making i can't me fucking can't eat sushi, eat sushi. <laughs> yeah no sushi but let me just put this uh vaccine in your shit that we don't know the yeah. ramifications of gotcha mm-hmm. yeah let me just mix and match yeah that's wild that's crazy <laughs> mix and match yeah no uh, nah, yeah i thought that was wild like even if there's like the science behind it or whatever like like a- as a, a optic to the public that just doesn't sound good mm-hmm. it's like yeah i don't think we should mix that together you can't mix alcohol and tylenol you ain't supposed to take certain <laughs> prescriptions with one another right there's a lot of things you're not supposed to do like you know what i mean now you're telling me that you can just make a concoction right saying jungle juice <laughs> anyway <laughs> i'm sorry i digress um what was i about to ask i don't know what i was about to ask it's about vaccine i have a confession to make okay. i have to clear something up mm-hmm. and because episodes back um if y'all if y'all follow this i came very hard at seltzer water drinkers mm-hmm. and today i am drinking a hard seltzer white claw <laughs> I called him a valley girl. <laughs> you call me. She called me a valley girl. Mm-hmm. She's tight. It's, mm-hmm. it's tight. It's tight. There's also this uh, Tommy. My homeboy Tommy introduced me to this Spindrift uh, uh, seltzer. It's delicious. So I, I walk back. Hey, I can admit when I'm wrong, y'all. Yeah, but you know, That's Tommy. Tommy has to say it. So Tommy, I'm gonna start hitting you up on the side anytime. I need you to convince Isaiah of some shit. Well, <laughs> it's like, no. Well, not. Because I haven't even going on me for the longest. <laughs> How you drinking that static water? Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> but no, 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 no. I'm just kidding, though. Seltzer's like, you know, especially if you're trying to, you I know, be mindful. I get it. Of, yeah, your sugar intake mm-hmm. and stuff. Man, those things really come into clutch. I get it. We were laughing because, like, it just happens one day, though. Yeah, right. Like, it just, just clicks. Like, all of a sudden, it's like seltzer good. And it, you just like you take a sip take it all right wait a minute all look right, at this get good it. flavor yeah, it's a little more lemony but you know what that's all it for is me, it's not sugar it's lemony yeah <laughs> but you know what but did it for me because some of those seltzers have the fake sugar in it that's what initially turned me off from seltzers so that white claw definitely doesn't um but that's what initially well, it has three grams of sh- has three grams of sugar in what it. kind of sugar though I don't know where you see that at. It might be alcohol Not a sugar. Significant source of source of total fat, like an ingredient. Trans fat. You know how they have like aspartame or oh, yeah. stevia. Purified. Hold on, I'm looking for it. Natural flavors, cane sugar. Okay, so then it has just regular sugar. Um, but no, like a lot of those um, seltzer waters will have that fake sugar. Ugh, at least a nasty aftertaste. Those are the ones I always ended up. I was just saying, like, some of those, some of the seltzers have that. They have the fake sugar in it, like, the Spartan mm-hmm. or, like, the Stevie. I hate those. That aftertaste is disgusting. But just plain old seltzer water with the flavor? Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I'm sold. I'm Be with good. it. I'm with it. Try Spin Drift. We're going to get them as a sponsor. <laughs> I can't talk enough about them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll that was to totally see. random. All right. That means you get old. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of sugar in it. That's when you know you're getting old. Like you, you want to drink, but you start getting hard seltzers. Is it an old thing or is it like a generation? 
Z. I think that's more thing. like the keto craze too, because you know, you like so? a lot of alcoholic drinks are so sugary. So it's like you can't if you're really trying to be strict with your keto, you know, you can't really drink that type of stuff. So they can up the volume, the the, the percentage of alcohol. They did though. They just re- they just released a newer white claw. I think I just saw an advertisement for it that has more alcohol. Yeah, I need that. Yeah, games. yeah. I mean, it's one thing that for me, like I'm a grown ass man, big black guy drinking white claw. You can at least get me tipsy <laughs> off of this thing. <laughs> some of those, some of those alcohol, some of those hard seltzers have some really cool flavors, though. Like really nice, like yeah. mixes. Mm-hmm. What's your flavor? What's your go to seltzer flavor? Like just in general? Yeah. Uh, or flavor period, I guess. Like even well, if you were to get like the sugary the brand. Jones. What do you mean the sugary ones? Oh, uh, like Mike's Hard or some dumb shit. Oh, well, I, I see. I'm talking about seltzer, seltzer. Of, I know, but what flavor of, like, do you alcohol? like? Alcohol. <laughs> I'm making this very complicated. You are making it so complicated. I know, cause I gotta be. You gotta be specific, cause I, I don't I, know. I'll just tell you mine. Okay. I'll tell you mine, right. and you can follow suit. Okay. I like black cherry. Me too. So if it's black cherry I seltzer, like black, yeah. I like black cherry. Me too. If it's black cherry, uh, what's it? Uh, reds. You've had reds before. Mm-hmm. That's that sugary shit. But if it's black cherry reds, I like the black cherry reds. I like black cherry. Your turn. Me too. <laughs> Twinsy, <laughs> look we got to the bottom of that yeah all right so moving on um california school district apologizes after it invites white students to a support circle after Derek chauvin verdict the email titled white <laughs> student support group was sent by piedmont unified uh unified school district's assistant superintendent to students at the district's Two high schools the day after the jurors Minnesota conviction Chauvin on April 20th. The email offered a restorative community circle to support white students who would like to discuss how the trial verdict and experiences related to George Floyd murder are impacting you. That's a quote. Um, Um, Let me just read through. mm -hmm. Let me just read through. Mm -hmm. Similar meeting emails were also sent to black students and indigenous students and other students of color not solely for white students assistant superintendent cheryl wozniak sent an apology email on april 22nd explaining that the support circle was for white students was supposed to be about how white students could be allies to people of color i did not make it clear in that circle being offered is for those who want to be allies of bipoc bipoc (laughs) Um, BIPOC. Um, I sincerely apologize for the lack of sensitivity in my communication and invite anybody who has been impacted to reach out to me directly so I can repair the harm I have caused. How I you mean, feel? No, well, that's what I was thinking at first. Like, well, was it, what's the angle? Because <laughs> it could have been like, yeah, like, you know, like they said, you know, how does this whole thing make you feel um, as far as being a white person and you know, these are your mm-hmm. your peoples. You know, just I, I understand a support group for that, and just learning how to be a better ally and educating yourself. And yeah, so I get that. But if it was the other way around, like like you know, fuck that, <laughs> retrial. <laughs> no, I was laughing because like imagine being like a legitimate racist like student, and you show up to that meeting and find out it's not a clan rally. That may have happened. <laughs> 
<laughs> like when he's he like, said it's not a clan rally i'm only racist here that's when that voice comes out you need to leave all right all right so me and brit i'm probably going to chop that in i gotta chop that in me and brit have a theory that whenever these like altercations happen like these racist altercations happen and there's like support people there that are like backing up the person who's being discriminated against Mm. there's always a a lady voice that says hey you need to leave It's so stupid. God bless that There's woman. A gasp God there. bless that woman. Yeah, right. <laughs> the gasp, though, it's it's so loud. You need to leave. All right. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't offer anything to that. If there was a lack of communication, I don't know. Give people the benefit of the doubt sometimes, unless it's too. It's it's that's just funny. Too obvious. Yeah. You know. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Um, in funnier news, well, funny for us, not funny for them. Okay. Gang members release a thousand cockroaches in a restaurant over owner's unpaid debt. Authorities in Taiwan are investigating an attack <laughs> on G House Taipei. Uh, Taipei, Taipei. It might be Taipei. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened earlier this week. They say two gang members threw a thousand cockroaches into the eatery that's nuts i love that that's like you know no violence they're just like oh we're gonna really fuck your shit up yeah but how do you get paid if they're shut down because of health health i guess uh, they just gave up on, i guess they gave up on getting their money they know they're never gonna get it i mean you can get an exterminator i don't i don't know dog it's gonna take the a minute be resilient reputation may be ruined <laughs> Yo, you remember you remember our first couple of days in Philly uh-huh. where we went to I got you to buy me a calzone. I don't know how I did uh, that. Oh, uh, because I'm nice. I, you don't remember that? I'm fucking yeah, nice. You're probably nice. like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, oh, you're hungry, okay. <laughs> right. So we went to <laughs> totally this pizza forgot place, about right? that. I remember that now. What was that place called? That place was good. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> 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 you tell about yourself right now. You've been watching. It was good though. <laughs> yeah, so so we go to this pizza place it's downtown philly i don't know wasn't it on like samson street it was or on i thought i, I, feel I like thought it was, it was on walnut maybe it was on samson i'm just, i can't remember the fuck it was called because it's not there no more i swear that jones on walnut street though it might be it might be it was like 12 we in walnut and or 13 we ordered a calzone uh-huh. we ordered a calzone and we're sitting and we're looking and i, I see <laughs> a fucking cockroach scurry across like the like it's running along the line of the wall it was on right, a big so my job. loud ass it was husky it was husky <laughs> you remember you remember when we used to walk on you know 10th street or oh, whatever that like building uh-huh. that used to just be covered in cockroaches that was on 11th street yeah every night 11th street some big ass water bugs we crawling all over the side of that building oh yeah they fall off yo so ugh, gross gross stop <laughs> so i see this this cockroach running and I say, hey, yo, I point at it. And there's other people hey, in yo. the restaurant. There's other people in the restaurant. I say, hey, yo, is that a cockroach? And this little bitch ass fucking employee tried to slide his foot to cover it. <laughs> he ain't even step on it. He just slid his foot a little bit. And now I'm sitting up oh, here God. walking out with a calzone thinking that, like, I'm going to bite into that shit. This is going to be a full, full grown cockroach in that motherfucker. <laughs> I remember you were just like appalled. You were appalled. <laughs> You're like, oh no, I was. Covered with his foot. Yo, <laughs> I forgot all about that. Damn it! I'm over here trying to Google the name of that place. I don't think it's there no more. You're not that, gonna find that. That shit was good. You're not though. gonna find that. 
Kyle's almost That shit, yeah, Kyle's almost was good, but I was scared. <laughs> oh, God. You was loud as shit. <laughs> I was. I was. I ain't hiding that. Like, people need to know. You need to know. <laughs> what you mean, yo? What, what do you mean? You know how sick you can get from eating a cockroach? Oh, God. You know if you have shellfish allergies, cockroaches can set it off? Ew. Yeah, so like if you're allergic to selfish and uh-huh. like any chance like you, you happen little, to ingest a little cockroach, leg, you can... a little cockroach leg, saving them little shrimp mm-hmm. leg. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you know a cockroach made it on a piece of pepperoni in that spot. <laughs> you cannot tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. You cannot tell me it wasn't a cockroach sitting in some fucking some fucking sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Possibly. Speaking of pizza, I saw this like a uh, I saw this um, story. I guess like the founders of Little Caesars. Did y'all? Did you have Little Caesars down south? Was Little Caesars a thing? First of all, or in the Midwest first, or whatever. First of fucking all, who is down What's south? That? Y'all be killing me. I guess it's the That's south. That's facts. That's facts. You're uh, no, right. y'all be like down south. Like we in the middle. Because <laughs> like as soon as I guess as soon as you hit Maryland, <laughs> like that's south. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, what I will say, you talking about Little Caesars back in the day, or yeah, like yeah. Well, the it's rebrand? Not back in the day. They're still they're no, still they a, rebranded. Well, I don't know if it's a rebrand. They totally Honestly, rebranded. I, I, was, I because, wasn't that invested. What, well, so that, what no, this is the thing. When I used to live in Iowa, you know, that's where I was born. I lived there for a little bit. Little Caesars was like a Pizza Hut, like how it used to be like a restaurant. You know, it was like uh, a legit restaurant. It wasn't just this quick stop shop thing it is now. Oh, I got you. I yeah, got you. I remember I got the commercials back in no the day. That pizza, 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 pizza. Yeah, and so Little Caesars was like an actual like I, I don't want to say real chain, but you know it was like real chain. And then it was like just, a sit down restaurant. Yeah, I never sat they, in like, one though. Mm-hmm. Then they like I don't think we ever sat in one, but we definitely ordered, and then it like disappeared, yeah. and then it came back to now what it is now. But um, yeah, it's just like a counter. Like you just yeah, walk so in. When it's kind of like uh, the Domino setup. It's kind of like the Domino setup. Yeah. So, um, except they got that hot and ready and you push your number in. And so when I moved to Virginia, Little Caesars had kind of fallen off. So by the time Little Caesars came back around, I was, I've been in Philly ever since though. But Little Caesars are all over the place in Virginia. I mean, that's the only time I ever really had it when I go home to visit my family. <laughs> I never eat it. It's actually not that terrible. It, I mean, it's it's good trash it's not, pizza. It's, but it's like it's like it's trash pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's totally trash. It's, it's pizza. no better than like your frozen pizza. You know, pretty what I mean? much. Even though you can stumble upon like a pretty good frozen pizza every now you know and then. Mm-hmm. You get that good one. The French bread won't be alright sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I, I brought that up. Little Caesars. Uh-huh. What's it? Right. We, we talk about food. Whatever. When are we gonna have your homegirl on? I know. When scared. can we have a podcast just dedicated to food? I just want to talk about food and not We've be judged. We've been slacking on the guests, y'all. But now you see why I'm fucking tired. Like <laughs> my mind and my is ass, my ass. hijacked by pregnancy and moving. I literally have to remind myself that she's pregnant sometimes. I'm just like I'm here, but I'm not. So yeah, we should do a pod from the um from the uh, the birthing center. Ew. <laughs> yeah maybe he'll take my mind off of things anyway right <laughs> what were you saying about little caesars the little caesars founder i didn't get his name i'm sorry but he uh-huh. quietly paid rosa parks rent oh yeah, years yeah yeah until she passed mm-hmm. i saw that and i thought that was kind of dope just mm-hmm. wanted to mention that oh okay 
<laughs> um all right so moving on uh there was a versus did you watch it it was swv versus escape. total was it total escape escape Ooh. escape okay <laughs> i i well clearly i didn't see it honestly i forgot about it take it away you did watch some of it well, well what were your thoughts i i had to look back because i swore up and down it was going to be today so uh, on the initial post where they were like first announcing that they partnered with Triller and um, they did say that there was going to be a Mother's Day thing. So I don't know if something else is happening tonight, but I think it was just kind of yeah. like a mix up in communication because we all just like assume that it was going to be Mother's Day, but it was Mother's Day weekend. So okay. I, I totally I, I thought it was going to be tomorrow. So. um. Sorry, I'm trying to like look back on their page now. So I just have happened to, um, it says Mother's Day special. See, it says something is happening May 8th, which was yesterday. Then they're saying, it was like, it's like blurred out. Then it says Mother's Day special. So I don't know what they're planning to do tonight. But anyway, I think, I know, I mean, I, whatever. So I just so happened to get on the Instagram. <laughs> what was I doing yesterday? Why was I so busy? Don't say the Instagram. God, leave get that? old. Yes, you did. And you didn't said even it. Realize. And it came out like you say and it all the time. Didn't even realize. I said it. I Listen, got on the Instagram. I got on the Instagram and um. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't even know what I was doing yesterday. I was just like so busy. I didn't get on Instagram like the whole day. So anyway, I get on and I see Versus is live, and I'm like. I click in. I was like, oh man, it was like nine something. I mean, luckily they always start late, but I basically mm -hmm. missed like the first half because you know they'd be doing a little intermission. So I missed the first half. So I was like, fuck it, let me watch the second half then at least, I guess. Because I love me some SWV. I don't know who doesn't. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. you know. So um it was it was good. It was cute. Whatever, I guess. It was cool. You catch I some think, bops. Was this hell yeah, did they jamming. have enough to go twenty tracks? I don't know how many tracks they did because I only saw the second half, honestly. But then they both also did like a few things they featured. You know, like Candy wrote Candy, who's in Escape, wrote a lot of songs for people. I guess Tiny wrote some too. But Escape had like really good energy. Um, Tiny, you know, she just a little mess. Candy just I didn't see too many people like talking about it though. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people honestly thought it was going to be today because I saw a lot of people commenting. We're like, oh my god, I missed it. So overall, though, it was nice. It was cute. I mean, SWV right. they like fifty, so they were still and they were all That's like singing wild. live and stuff. So it was nice. It was cool. That's dope. All right, so can I can I bring up the elephant in the room here? I guess I don't think it's the elephant in the room. All right, so how, I just got to ask a question. Like, how, how is Tiny, in the midst of some pretty serious accusations, able to just come outside and perform? Because they haven't really been proven. Y'all would never, y'all would never, not y'all, not you, but y'all would never let this happen with R. Kelly. But that was, you cannot compare. You can't compare, though. R. Kelly had that whole, like, super productive, like... <laughs> <laughs> they, had, they had a bed in the yeah, like yeah he had a had, bed in his room. No, I got it. All right, granted, had, like, granted. You know and it was children. Saying. Like it was a whole thing. And it was children. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Like we just have this quick social media allegation, and then um, you know, she hasn't really said nothing. That's what I was saying. I think if Ti, I think Ti would have got more slack because he tried to get on and explain himself very poorly. 
Um, so I think it was still a little like awkward, but not like that. T- if Ti was to try to do a versus right now, that comment yeah. section would be on and fire. I, I think it's mainly too because he didn't ignore it. I think if he never would have said anything, you know yeah. what I mean, didn't respond publicly. People still would have said something. They still would have said something, but not as much. But because when, remember when he tried to like respond and it just kind of made it worse. Yeah. Because he was just like, well, everybody was of age. It was like, shut up. The front facing camera yeah. again. He's like, what do you think we do? Everybody was, everybody was a consenting age adult. Like, oh man. So, so, so that means. <laughs> <laughs> what word was that? What word was that? <laughs> I didn't say no everybody crazy Everybody was consenting age adult. <laughs> Yeah, yeah so, shut up yo. i mean yeah <laughs> i don't know i got you gotta keep the same energy a little bit though no. man. she's in the midst of some very serious uh, accusations that people get canceled for people get canceled for these accusations they're definitely not allowed to go go on major platforms and perform and get a bag i think there's levels Are they allowed to, you can't, i don't know there is maybe she was I mean, there's a, you said, uh, I'm sorry, what'd you say? You said there's a difference? But I was saying there's just levels. Like, if there was a whole, like, super n- masterful, productive thing about, you know, trapped in the closet with T.I. and Tiny, like, I mean, their show did get canceled. But I think the fact that she hasn't spoken about it and, too, is not putting her as the main person doing the stuff. And oh, I also God. think probably, too, they probably had a way to filter out some comments. They would have to. You know? yeah that's true i don't Maybe. know i don't, I don't know. know i just want, i don't know either i think it's a valid question though like where's the same energy though well it's not children involved i think that's the main thing that children are not involved but even even me too it doesn't have to be children involved like even with with women and people mm-hmm. being taken advantage of in the industry and stuff like that we've seen this we've no seen i get this. it i get it i'm just saying i'm yeah. just saying just no no i get that's it. why I got you. um is versus like losing some of its appeal I don't think so. Well, I only say that because you know you, you have like heavy hitters like Isley Brothers and Earth Wind and Fire, mm-hmm. and then you follow up with like I love I like SWV too. I'm, I'm not that crazy. They about heavy this, hitters, but like look at me, I got mad. What on some on some Isley Brothers and and Earth Wind and Fire? But for the culture, SWV got it on lock. We talk about. They're very important I to the like culture. SWV. I ain't gonna hold you. S double U V double U. Yeah, like they're important to the culture. Nah, nah. I'm, I'm not saying they aren't. I was just asking because it seemed like nobody was making a big hubbub. I, I, yeah, I literally think it's because no. Even but even when it was announced, it wasn't like ooh, was it? Yes, was it, it was. Really? I'm sorry, I could be wrong. That's like I, I don't think wrong. you'd be following. Be you'll be, we we just don't follow the same pages. <laughs> That's all. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. no. People were excited for it. What's the next versus matchup you want to see? I know one. Man, I don't even know I know, know one. What there was one point. this week. What? There's one oh. this week, man. They need to go ahead <laughs> and get, get Dr. Umar and Kevin Samuels up on there. Oh, my and God. And let's have a toxic off. That would be really good. They should be, op- look, they should be open to it. <laughs> Did we talk about that? Did we bring that up before? Like, you know, maybe not on versus platform, but there should be like an open forum where people can like debate. But I guess that's what everybody does. I guess we do that in a form, right? Mm. But like, no, we don't. Do we get like the yeah, we invite people on that disagree with us. Yeah, but well, what I'm saying is like we just debate ideas. But like, there should be like a big platform, like a versus platform, where like back in the day there used to be like debates, and that was the shit. Like somebody would go to a college and they would have like a full fledged debate. It would be uh uh 
who was it giovanni and um baldwin mm-hmm. that had that like long form conversation mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about no uh, i don't remember now God, I know what you mean, though. Name. I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean. Yeah, like, I would love to see that. Yeah. I would love to have that conversation. Yeah, or that, just have conversations. That Kevin Samuels one, dude, that needs to go down. <laughs> that needs to go down. That would be so entertaining. I'd tune in. Yeah. Who would host it? What page would host it? Well, remember, now it's on the Versus platform, so... Oh, I know, I know, but like that would be like a different. Let's say Versus wasn't involved. Like, what well, what page would host that? Who would go live? It would have to be Spiritual Word. Oh, you're spiritual so word, stupid! Please. Shut up, please. <laughs> you know, I was laughing at the other day. That was what? just that was just a whack segue to get to get to this punchline. I was thinking about like because you know Spiritual Word be having merchandise. Like, how like toxic of an individual you have to be to actually buy one of them damn hats and rock it like it's fresh. I mean, you know, like, spiritual word. I don't feel like their name hits as hard as like the shade room. You know, that's why I'm just like, y'all really got some nerve making some merchandise. Who's wearing that? I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. I Maybe really some people know. are. I don't know. There'll be people in the comments like go to it. Like when they do like a thing, there'll be people in the comments like, oh, I'm copping right now. Like, yeah, shut up. That's your burner account. You liars. liars. Ain't nobody wearing that 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 SLV shit. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> Goodness. Oh man. All right. Um moving on. Bill and Melinda Gates announced on Monday that they will be divorcing. Sources say the timing is related to their youngest daughter finishing high school. They also said a com a combo of things led to the split rather than one main reason. Uh Melinda Gates was meeting with divorce lawyers since 2019 to end the marriage with Bill Gates, but they kept it together for I guess their youngest daughter. To, oh, to turn yeah. 18 or whatever that's, that's nice right mm-hmm. yeah, I, I was it. laughing because i came across a post and it was just like you know like people that have been together for like 50 something years and mm-hmm. they get divorced they i, I want to know that one thing like what was the one thing that the took it over the straw. top mm-hmm. you could <laughs> yeah, do something so minor <laughs> right <laughs> um the couple hasn't said what prompted the split. One source of concern for Miss Gates was her cu- was her husband's dealings with convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein, according to oh, people shit. and a former employee of their charity, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Miss Gates' concerns about the relationship dated as far back as 2013, Nigga. the former employee said. Look, that might yeah, be I mean, serious. I can see how that's an issue. That might be serious, though. She trying to jump shit before it get more serious, you know? She trying Some to go break down, ties. Right? Yeah, it might be serious. She said, let me get the fuck out right now. Damn. I wonder, like, if it's going to be, like, an amicable type of, like, divorce, or is it going to get messy? Maybe, because it's messy. she might know the get secrets. Messy. Get messy. Yeah, she, so knows stupid, she know what they did messy. to them African kids. Uh, she know what happened with them test trials in Africa. Disclosure. <laughs> mhm. All right. Um. What else? Is there anything else? Dave Chappelle's podcast, Midnight Miracle. Uh, it looks like it's dope as hell. I sent you a clip. I don't think you had the time to watch it, but it's like a four minute video of him just telling the story. I just love hearing this man talk. Mm-hmm. So if I can get a podcast of him speaking for three hours or however long it is with with Yazin Bey, formerly uh, known as uh, Most Deaf, and Talib Kweli is on there. It just looks like a great time. When you get a chance, check out that video he dropped on his uh, IG page. Cool. <sighs> yeah. Nice. Um, I think, I think that's it. 
All right. Do you think we're good? Do you I think mean, we gave them what they wanted this week? I mean, look, that's what they're going to get. In fact. Nah, yeah, yeah, that is. All right. I love um, you guys. <laughs> we really do. We really do. Um, we love y'all. Um, we appreciate y'all. Definitely uh, uh, enjoy y'all week. We will talk to y'all later. I don't have anything to announce. Um, oh, goes without saying, we appreciate all the artists that we feature on this podcast. We love y'all. Um, we're going to keep bumping y'all shit. Reach out to me if you got new projects, anything coming out or anything that you want promoted. Please do not hesitate to reach out to uh, my personal or the podcast yeah. page. And uh, we're going to leave it at that. Um, say bye to the yeah. folks. Bye, folks. No ghost stories, nothing moves without my touch. They've been looking tired, I can tell when her time's up. That little baby poppin', she can always get flown through. My family tree extending, we've been growing out more rules. They heard that I record, then they get reconnected. I made my own brothers I can step with. Never on this journey did I look for exits, focused on protecting rep. I just never miss, and everybody show respect. I've seen what being patient gets, all my motives still in motion. I changed the narrative and made the notion that success the only way that we coping. My father focused on his lotto dreams. She graduated with degrees, more interest interested in the model scene we all got a path to follow i'll be drinking over half the bottle all the verses getting written like novels turn the page on bad traditions i was molded under bad conditions still never slipping on my position i've been feeling automatic i'd be in shock if rappers want static no they want to get it the way i have it she like my tone and how i said it too i can never leave us tied i have to let it loose losing yourself an easy way to fall i know enough to know i'll never know it all i report on what i saw this is live from all of the thoughts in my head i got a reason for my action and things that I said This is the mark of a beast I stopped getting my sleep She like coming around me And for mine it ain't easy I break bread like it's a last supper Right now I gotta look past All of my past lovers God is how I stay covered Ooh, I don't think I would be here without you I roll the dice without casino spending I feel I got a lot of payments pending Shots in it, never been my cup of tea Could never change on her, she be changing me Times I like to play the villain Show them what they hate to see Brace yourself for broken promises and lack of action A lot of hunger in the way we rapping Used to scribble on a napkin Don't avoid the pressure, I embrace it A lot of people turn their back and show me what I'm faced with I've seen things they said a young boy shouldn't have I'm at peace with my decisions, whether good or bad Only trust my vision, I don't look into the optics I've seen a lot of splits, went too focused on the eu escolho a vida que quero Mas às vezes ela vem com surpresas Vem com despesas, vem sem tempo de nos preparar Se lembre que tudo que vem O teu passado já te preparou I could be wrong, I heard money could save your life But I see people die so many times Why they still alive, chasing things instead of breathing life Only love, not only money Now you don't owe me nothing, no You don't owe me nothing but love Don't owe me nothing but love